Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey everyone, welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Amanda. Tonight we're talking all things One Chicago. Um, episodes, what episodes are these? Four. 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 Already. Four shows have, where they've started like different weeks. I'm really confused on what week we're on. <laughs> I know. These are four. Okay. Um, but first, Ned. Um, and last week the preview what it was showing us was you know crockett doing some kind of field work and finally like we were all trying to figure out what exactly he was doing mm-hmm. we got to see that this week which i loved this part of this episode i did too it was i always like when they go out mm-hmm. like med has some action yeah like out of the hospital you don't get to see yeah. that very often and if I, only they had done it. that the week me and maureen that's what i was hoping for i was like why when we're there can't we have med in the field but of course not not that week what was what was what was Crockett doing? I can't remember. I'm trying to think now. I just watched this today to refresh um, to remind myself, but well he was going to see like they had um Blake. Was it Archer? Yeah, Archer had told her that Blake yeah. was leaving to go to Boston, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was try- I guess trying to catch her and came upon this new hyper train thing that they have. Yeah, and it jumped the tracks. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Can that really happen? <laughs> no, I mean, remind me to never ride a subway then, because that scares me. So yeah, the subway, the not the subway, the new hyper train jumps its tracks, and of course, Doctor Crockett is there. Of course, to the right. Rest. Yep. Yay! I love seeing him in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we do, we do see Will out there, and we see um. Like Ethan out in the field. I don't really see. Is this is our so. first time ever seeing Crockett out in the field? I think so. I think so. I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think he could be on that team with Conrad and Kate. Yeah. Or he could just take Kate's place. I mean, you know, <laughs> works for me. Oh. Not giving up yet. I have a question. Okay. So they okay. kept saying like the name, like I even put it in the notes, Jack Dayton. Are we supposed mm-hmm. to know who that is? Like they kept saying it like it was someone like like was he in a previous episode? Is he like I don't know. Like it it felt so like we were supposed to know him. But maybe I was just reading into that too much. I don't know. I I maybe we're going to see more of him. Okay. I mean cuz I feel like if he was like just a one time only like they went and just... made this whole article yeah, because they just made this whole, like, I don't know. It it felt like we were supposed to know him. Like, Sharon kept saying Jack Dayton, and, like, I don't know. So maybe we are going to know him, and that's why they kind of did it that way. He's apparently from Grimm. Okay. He's, like, that. big on Grimm. So I guess it's kind of, like, a known actor, so maybe. Okay, uh, maybe that's Maybe fun. this is our new guy. Yeah. Did it say what he did? He's just a multi- He's a billionaire? Yeah, I, I mean, think so, because I think he was just sort of like funding this new hyper train, correct? I think. I don't oh, know. okay. Was he the conductor guy? He was not the other guy. Um, the other guy with the them. other guy was the conductor guy, yeah. the one that was like down. Yes. Jack Dayton was the one who was helping mm. 
I think he was like kind of the one that sort of created the hyper train and they were just I guess testing it because it didn't seem like there were other passengers at that point yeah Nathaniel that was the other one Mm -hmm. Nathaniel and he was he was in bad shape he was in some pretty bad shape yeah Yeah. I'm surprised he made it out of there because with that collapsed lung with all that stuff around and not getting enough oh my gosh he got I mean couldn't have been stuck in there with anybody else anybody better right i mean he wouldn't have survived if it hadn't been for crockett in there like there's no way the stuff that that man i mean did in the field i was like oh my gosh like yeah this is a lot (laughs) it's impressive i mean i Mm -hmm. i was all here for it and we got to see a little bit of our of our fire guys yes not too much but a little bit i love it when they just sneak in Mm -hmm. for a scene or two yep i think we all when Kelly yeah. showed up, I was Kelly, like, yes, yeah. yes. I know. I was like, yay. And then Herman, I was like, oh, good. You <laughs> when know. I saw his little face pop, I was like, oh, yay, Herman's there. They're all fine. Yep. <laughs> We're all good. With those bags that Herman was trying to send through there, I was like, oh, no, one of them got stuck. <laughs> and I was like, this is like, and I mean, just, I mean, I feel like everything that could go wrong during this like rescue continued to go wrong. It was the bag got stuck. They pulled on it. Everything collapsed. Crockett's arm is like lodged. Oh my God. I was just stressed. I was like, oh God. Oh gosh. And then he was like, get behind me and you have to dislodge my shoulder. What? I I feel like um, Jack Dayton was a little bit too just like agreeing to this. Okay. I think you would have had to talk me into it a little bit more. The thing is, though, I think when Dr. Marcel tells you to do something, you just do it. I feel like he just has that personality that you just trust him, that he knows what's going on, and he's, he's, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. He's, he was tough on that one. That one made me cringe. I actually looked away. I couldn't, I didn't watch him actually push it out. I was like, nope. And then afterwards, he like just gets him. He like tells you what to do to pop yep. it back in, and then just continues on doing all of this stuff to the Nathaniel. I was like, "Yeah, that was some." Um, I mean, there's it? there's of course adrenaline running and yeah stuff like that in those situations where I mean this stuff really does happen in real life. People do it was a very lot. heroic things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was I loved it. Yeah, this was really cool, but. Yeah, like the chest tube, that was also impressive doing in the field. Like one-handed kind of too. Like, oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Because he had his other hand just in a sling, you know? I was so excited to see Herman there. (laughs) Yeah, when his little face popped up there at the top, I was like, oh my God, get him out of there. (laughs) I feel like we we just like knew it was all okay then. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. (laughs) And then he, after that, he goes and sees um, Pamela. Yeah, he tries to go see Pamela. Didn't even go to the hospital. Like, really? Yep. And she wasn't even there. So, like, he would know that. She wasn't there. Avery was there. I'm sorry. Let let them go. I, I yeah, didn't I'm like over it. Blake or Avery. I didn't like either of them. I liked it for, like, a tiny moment. But I'm okay two. with Maybe it. Maybe, like, one or two episodes. And then yeah. after this stuff, no. I'm not sad about it at all like i think he can do better 
absolutely i mean he's a catch like he can he can do better for sure yes so i i didn't like him admitting that he was felt selfish during the search i didn't i really did not like this interaction yeah maybe it was him feeling making himself feel better or getting the truth out there because i'm sure he did well and i think it was I, I think he was self, and I think we've said this when we talked about. It. I think he was selfish when he did it, but at the same time, like that's who he is, and not that he's selfish, but like he, I mean, he obviously loved her, and yeah. so she should have known that he was going to make a decision that kept her, like uh, that was like going to keep her alive. He wasn't worried yeah. about her career at that point, and maybe he should have been. I think he's admitting maybe I should have thought about this, like she would have thought about it. But this is why, like, I mean, obviously, if you put a loved one, like someone who loves you in charge of this, they're going to think differently because emotions and feelings are involved. And I think that's okay. I mean, he made the best decision he could at the moment. I want the doctors to make my decisions. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think if I had to put anything, anybody in charge of that, I'd probably put my cousin She's at least a nurse. She's an RN. She would know. Yeah. Well, sometimes I think it's better to take someone like that's not so closely like emotionally involved with you because I think you it, a selfish like yeah. action can take over because I mean, you love this person. You need yeah. someone who's going to think completely rationally and kind of take emotions out of it. I agree with that. So, but he was smiling when he walked away. So I think he needed that to like, just sort of yeah move on and and come to terms with like what happened i don't think he's like necessarily upset with himself he did it it is what it is like that's that's how he is and she's gone yep. Bye. bye but he was out there doing all his stuff this intern of his on the other hand oh god he <laughs> was working with ethan <laughs> i i do not care for kai at all like uh he drives me nuts he does me too and in this episode i mean he was just sort of i don't know he got on my nerves just as much on this one too yeah Um, they had what like a painter that like fell off the roof and they had to bring him in um and then what they need i can't remember what the equipment was that they needed but he was all it was to do the chest tube okay yeah that's what it was because that's how they had to but he was you know like oh you should have let him take that out in the field i mean he's saving someone's life kai like yeah it's not like it's going to waste he didn't just take it like for fun and like have this with me just in case no like he drives me nuts but ethan and uh archer which this was so cool like they made like a diy like drainage tube for this and i was like that's pretty cool i liked them getting along in this episode Mm -hmm. i know they don't ethan doesn't really fight with him that much because i they've known each other for so long but anytime i can see um archer being friendly with somebody it's like i like to soak it in because he makes me so mad on every other part that i need those little good things sometimes (laughs) i told eve this on the last recording that you were not on i think i'm an archer fan and i don't know when that happened um but i think i officially actually enjoy him and i don't know if it's that i've gotten used to who he is yeah 
or if they're really just trying to like turn him around to make him more likable which I'm excited about because like I told her like I love this actor I've loved this actor since the 90s so like I've really wanted to like to be like a them. fan and I, I think I am now so I'm not there yet I'm not there <laughs> yet but I, I did enjoy him this episode I'll give mm-hmm. him that yeah I did enjoy his his character in this episode yeah so but this Kai I don't know man he's handsome like yes but the attitude on him Mm -hmm. is like I tell my kids it's making you ugly (laughs) it's true true. it's not looking good on you just because you're cute on the outside if you're acting ugly it's gonna make you seem ugly absolutely And I'm hoping, because, I mean, he bragged about how, like, Archer must have been a really good teacher for Ethan. And mm-hmm. I like how Ethan reminded him that, like, Crockett's a good teacher, too. And so yeah. hopefully this will be, like, a turning point that he can, like, just stop and maybe listen to what Archer, or not Archer, what Crockett does have to, like, teach you. And maybe, yeah. I don't like disliking our medical staff. Like, it's cool when we have, like, a clear villain that we can hate. But, like, the people we're working with, I don't like it when they're unlikable i want I don't either to enjoy all of them so i'm hoping we can find a way to make him turn around as well but he's got a lot of work to do i think to get I me think, there i i think he will get there yeah i have a good feeling about it i don't i don't hate him yet yeah not there yeah he's just he needs some mentoring and he mm-hmm. needs a little bit more class um before i can totally be on board on the kai train agreed but agreed. I'm, I'm i'm giving him a chance yeah we'll see we'll I'm see there happens, right yeah he's hopefully i mean if maybe he's gonna be replacing ethan's character <clears throat> maybe i'm really a little bummed i didn't think i would be bummed about the news that brian t was leaving but i am only because of the april storyline <sighs> yeah because i mean like him coming back that's what i think i said this last episode too like april came back and all of a sudden like even though she's not on screen ethan's likable again and so i was really excited that like we were like getting back to like because in the early seasons i loved ethan yeah i did too like i mean he was up there with will you know because i mean maybe not obviously not above will (laughs) no one is above will in my eyes but he was really close and like but then he yeah. just got to like i just didn't even want i was happy when he left for a while like i wanted him off my screen completely yeah. but now like i'm starting to see like the old ethan back and now i find out he's leaving I'm like well I that know. bums me out maybe he's going back to the army with jay <sighs> he was in the navy let me yeah yeah, yeah he was <laughs> maybe he's going back to the military there <laughs> maybe or maybe him you know like but the thing is i don't want april back if you're taking him away like i maybe he's gonna together maybe she's not coming back maybe he's gonna go be with her somewhere maybe she's gonna offer him a job where she is or something i do think i could get on board with that because if i know that there's like one happy ending in chicago med because chicago med is the worst for giving us happy endings like worse than any of the other like chicago shows so if we could know that maybe i can be cool with it you know no i agree with it i agree yeah but you know i don't know bringing it back to archer just a little bit like we see like his relationship with ethan's really good he's a great teacher he always has been for him but man like he was giving hannah such a hard time this week um yep and um that 
I did not enjoy at all. No, I didn't either. I thought it was a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. There was no mm-hmm. him just, I mean, she knows she has to do a drug test every week. Yeah. But he just has to like make it a point yeah, to say something, to yeah. remind her of it out loud in front of everybody. Just mm-hmm. like it's, you don't have to do that. There's yeah. classier ways to yeah handle that kind of situation you know and this actually this thought literally just popped in my head i wonder if the reason he's been so hard on her like harder on her than anyone else in the hospital has is now that we know his history with his son probably because his son had an issue with drugs and i wonder if it's i don't know like in a loving you know sort of way of like trying to care for her and make sure she stays on track like that literally just popped in my head yeah i mean it's, I like it explains a lot you know it does maybe that's why why they were introducing us more to his son and his problems and maybe to kind of give us the backstory on why he is going to be the way he is with hannah mm-hmm. i could see that because yeah. that remember i think we even said on the podcast it's kind of weird it was kind of a weird you know why did we see his son why did yeah why did we go through the storyline maybe yeah. that's it maybe and i'm hoping too like that his son is going to I mean, maybe he's going to get that lawyer for him um and he's going to get out because i think i would like to see a little more personal life for archer because i think that's the way we can make us like him even more is getting to see sort of why is he grumpy and why is he this way and if we can understand yeah. it we can you know excuse some of it a little more yeah i agree i agree but hannah this week she her patient was oh my gosh that was a little bit of a wild ride yes she came in just for back pain and i'm like she's so pregnant i'm like oh honey every i mean everything <laughs> comes along with it you know especially when you're like kind of late in your pregnancy like yeah well when she was explaining it too i was like psychotic it's like it's like wow the nerve oh my god sciatic sciatic yeah oh it took me a minute <clears throat> I mean, you know the sciatic nerve i always i had such a bad pain when during my pregnancy with those mm-hmm. so that's the first thing i thought of i was like yeah eh, she's it, it can't just be that it's mm-hmm. gonna have, it's gonna have to be something else mm-hmm. and she thought it was a, her appendix which yeah. i did not agree with <laughs> i mean right way to go hannah that you like you can right? figure this out like i mean i did not think that was going to be the correct answer mm-hmm. i really didn't mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't think it's just this simple thing as an yeah. appendix. Like yeah. it had, it's going to be something more. Mm-hmm. Nope. <clears throat> well, that's what, you know, and archers kept pushing back, you know, because, you know, which I mean, I get, they don't have the dye, which can I just, I, I want to just point out real quick that this oh, like gosh. shortage thing is getting is probably like, I really don't like this storyline. Like I'm, I'm over it already, but yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Um. Yes, I mean, he kept making her try all these other things first. I mean, they even did an ultrasound because he was convinced it was a kidney stone. And lo and behold, no, none of that. It was her appendix. (gasps) I mean, really, after she started throwing up and Mm -hmm. it had had went way past uh, anything else that was... You could mm-hmm. tell the amount of pain she was in. I felt yeah. so was a great actress, but I felt mm-hmm. so bad for her character, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. I was just like sympathizing as with pregnancies. I'm like, man, you're already uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you already don't feel good all the time. And right. you have your appendix on top of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that pain and no. the, oh yeah. And then girl. to be told also, I mean, people not even knowing what it is. Cause they're like, Oh, back pain. Like you're pregnant. Like exactly. You know, it's like I did when she went in and I was like, Oh yeah, I went on back pain. That happens, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I still have back pain. We talk- <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> it never went away. but i mean he at least he realized he was wrong Mm -hmm. we got there he got there eventually and she officially doesn't have to do any more drug tests so happy for that like i mean she's i'm happy and scared well you know i mean i think they'll all be watching i really think she's in a good place i don't think she's gonna relapse in any way i think it would take something major happening to even have her think about that I think so. I think we would think be able good. to see if mm-hmm. something she it would have to be something major that happens into her life that yeah I feel like by at this time would push her back into it. Yeah, I think we're good there. But the we have we had more supply issues mm-hmm. as well between Will and Vanessa's patient. I'm uh, no, I'm with you on this. I am very, <clears throat> I'm very over this storyline. I'm so over it. Like we can, what, we can do something else. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the reasons I'm over it is because I know where this is headed. Okay, I mean, who will be the biggest rebel in the middle of this wild, wild west stuff happening? It's my boy Will Halstead. He's going to yeah. get himself in trouble, and I don't like. <laughs> it. I'm like, I don't want him to get in trouble. But I agree with like everything that's going on. I mean, this was another case that was just absolutely ridiculous, just like last week. Yeah, it I mean, was. A patient, I, I mean, diabetic patient, UTI. And I mean, these are like, these things can be, I mean, these UTIs can be really dangerous for anyone, but especially yes. someone who's diabetic. Yep. And I mean, the medicine they need, they can't get. Like, how is this possible that like you need a medication for your patient and it's not available anywhere? It's getting really ridiculous to me. Like, I, I want to know. Obviously, I'm not in the medical field. I yeah. don't know how bad this is right now. Like, is this so bad? Where I mean, is it really this bad? Or are they, I like, exaggerating it? it? Like, I, I honestly want to know. Like, Yeah. I mean, like, I wonder... when I watch the news and everything, I don't hear anything about a shortage of yeah. pharmaceuticals or medical supplies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not hearing anything about it. So, I know. I want to know. Is it a thing? I mean, I would, I would think that, I mean, cause Chicago, Chicago men is usually pretty on point with like their storylines It's just one Chicago in general with their storylines being things that are actual issues out there. Well, yeah. And so, the resident is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it make, that's what keeps making me believe that, you know, this is a mm-hmm. real thing, but also their shows. So are they dramatizing yeah. it or is it really this bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to write in, that. let us know please because i mean i'm curious too like yeah because i mean this one's like huge and i mean this this one i think he talked to sharon yeah and one of the biggest issues was there was some sort of like fda like citation against the product yeah and so you just quit making it then like how do you do that without having like another product another medication that can take its place like 
this is wild to me it is i don't understand it all but it's it's pushing vanessa a little bit of a wrong way and Mm -hmm. i didn't really like it yeah i i was i was proud of will i actually i and i usually never say anything good about will you know this i was very impressed with him this week yes he didn't just shove it down her throat he handed his husband and he was you know i didn't see anything he was very against it he told Mm -hmm. vanessa not to do it Mm -hmm. you know and i i feel like in the past he would have jumped faster at that opportunity than he did today yeah i think he's definitely matured in in these ways but i i also think he's gonna be the biggest fighter against what's happening right now because i think he's absolutely fed up with it already between him and vanessa i don't know who's more fed up with it yeah she was well i mean hot-headed obviously super dangerous the way that she got it i mean she could lose her medical license will could too even though he said no really i mean yeah since he knew about it um but i mean what was she gonna do i mean like I she was getting so much worse i mean what she was gonna die or yeah i mean like it your patient is not gonna make it if if you don't and so what do you do in those cases i feel like you know i mean as a doctor your job is to help them so i don't i I think i'm not mad at them for this at all the whole scary thing about Mm -hmm. it though is if they're i mean i think she said like she traced back to they knew where the drugs came from and Mm-hmm. everything but that would be the only thing that would scare me is how yeah. do you know you know are they legit are they mm-hmm. actually these pills how do you know right. where were they made right like, they're not coming from a pharmacy so they're right. not regulated i don't yeah. but she have seems no like idea but she, she did her due pretty, diligence on that yeah. and she checked you know it was just filled what she say 12 mm-hmm. days ago or something like that so i think it's okay but i mean ooh, still kind of a mess yeah sure. the other storyline the <laughs> that we've seen over and over again already that i think is finally coming to a close is poor dr charles and his hunt for a new therapist oh my gosh i think he might have found someone now thankfully i and i really like this guy Mm -hmm. i really do (laughs) i knew he was gonna pass out but at the same time i was like why didn't why is him as a doctor and dr charles why wasn't he sitting down yes he stood up and just went i was like holy moly yeah sit down as soon as he did i was like oh my god i'm like we just found a good one is he having a heart attack i was like come on come on dr charles killed one now (laughs) like he can't win he can't win no i feel so bad for this guy he was but to kind of backtrack a little bit I almost forgot about Dr. Charles's daughter. I know. I did too for a second. <laughs> and even when he said it, I was like, I'm like, oh, not Robin, the other one. I, I know. It did name. make me think about Robin, though. I was like, oh, yeah. Robin. I miss Robin. <laughs> I do too. But no, it was the, I think he's talking about, obviously, he's talking about the younger daughter, which mm-hmm. I, her name is totally slipping from me right now, but cannot remember. I mean, she she was in it for a little while she got pregnant i liked her too i just mm-hmm. don't remember because it's been a while annabelle anna so you were close oh ah. very good yay 
I can like almost like hear him say it. That's the only mm-hmm. way I can. I was trying to think. I was trying to think of his voice saying her name. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So he was talking about Anna <laughs> though at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now he's poor Dr. Charles is so stressed with raising this teenager at his age. Mm-hmm. Man. On his own. Yeah. Because her mom's off in somewhere else. I don't remember where she went, but yeah. No, I I completely I thought she went to go live with her mom. I was it but then he's talking about her here, so I don't know, is she visiting or did she No, I don't did she end she, up staying with him? I think she ended up staying with him because she didn't want to go live with her mom. I don't know why I was I I remember that story. I thought I don't know. I was thinking I she was, went at a later time, but I could be completely wrong. Well, I could definitely be wrong. Lots of shows. I could but, be wrong on that one too. We we find out it wasn't I thought it was a heart attack. I completely did. Yes. But it was a panic attack, mm-hmm. which is often it feels like a heart attack, apparently. So I mean yeah. that's what you think is happening. Yeah. I've had I've had my fair share in it. Yeah. It is very scary. So that was but that was a serious one. Never yeah. broken a table. Oh man. I feel like that hurt him more than mm-hmm. a panic attack yeah oh but he's like he's panicked because of this disorder he thinks he has i'm like man the psychiatrist needs a psychiatrist (laughs) (laughs) he needs dr charles they need to just yeah i mean just back and forth like just work on things together group therapy is what they need i don't know why that's is that a bad thing to do i think it would actually be good i mean like why not I mean, confidential. I mean, they can be confident with yeah. each other. I mean, and they're both licensed professionals, so yeah, go for it. Oh no, he needs to. But I like that <laughs> Doctor Charles was able to talk him into it. And mm-hmm. Came back all negative, and yeah, then he's good. Maybe all these panic attacks will stop, and he can. But I was thinking he was telling Doctor Charles like, "I'm not going to see you anymore." Like, but I like that. Dr. Mm-hmm. Charles did not take that. He was like, no, come on, man. It has taken me so long to find you. Like, I can't let you go. Like, He's like, no, you're not going anywhere. Which I was like the same thing. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, please, you've got to help him. He needs somebody to talk to. Yeah. Poor Dr. Charles. He's going to lose it here soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> it all worked yeah. out it did it did and i'm happy I'm, I'm i'm hoping this is the final answer mm-hmm. for dr charles and his yes. long four episode search oh, i hope so <laughs> poor guy's been through it i still think my favorite one is when the he panned back over and the chair's just he was empty. gone yeah yeah but uh yeah uh next week preview looks looks pretty good yes it looks it looks kind of one of those like episodes that like you're really scared watching like something really terrible is going to happen hopefully it won't i know i'm dr archer seems like he's in some distress Mm -hmm. yeah i think did the guy like i feel like the guy hit him with like something something um, like an oxygen tank or something is what it looked like was it green it was something i think it was i think it was yeah i'm trying to remember in my brain trying to watch it in my head right now (laughs) but then i got stressed because we also saw that like 
Ethan kind of comes to his rescue. Of and course. I haven't read up on this. Do we know when Ethan's last episode is? It says mid-season. I don't know. Okay, so. But they also said mid-season for J2. And he's I got nervous. Because I was like, please tell me, like, like we won't kill Ethan, right? Like. Uh, I I hope not. Okay. I mean, look, I can't. I handle. mean. I mean, we lost Hawkins last week. I can't. I can't do another one. So, like, we. We need him to ride off in the sunset with April and nothing. So. I agree. We'll see. Hopefully everybody's good, but hopefully it looks like it's going to be an action-packed episode. So that's exciting. Yay! All right. Well, I think that's it for med. Yep. We can, what did we say? We can jump into fire. There you go. <laughs> and we can welcome Maureen. Hello. There she is. I said jump in the fire again. I heard you. you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So fire last week, you know, broke all of our hearts. This week we get to see Violet and how she is dealing Mm -hmm. with his death. I, this episode really broke my heart when it came to Violet. Yeah her I, I mean i thought it was good when she was like getting up and she was looking out the window I was like ooh, and then oh. she went back down i was like oh yeah just she looked awful. like she was in pain like mm-hmm. just broke my heart we'll see i cried i mean obviously in the last episode we only got him at the end that he died yeah so you didn't have a lot of like i cried though i cried way more in this episode yeah like when she, she went to go visit that patient that he saved Mm. every time she was in there was oh, oh my gosh it was so i don't know heartbreaking violet, violet was, was me the day after i watched last week's episode oh, I, was gonna, I thought you're bringing oh, it back Jeanette to hasn't talked about this no. on area no it is no longer deluca that broke me it is hawkins and look i i've analyzed this in my head because i wasn't <laughs> on here last week to talk about this so you guys have to hear some more about it all right like thinking like on grace okay there were so many sad deaths you know derek lexi mark all of those none of those broke me deluca came along and it did that was the first death that was current with me and not spoiled for me ahead of time yeah this is the same thing with chicago fire Mm -hmm. like i was sad with al i was super sad i was super sad with otis hawkins broke me more because it was the first death that i did not know was going to happen yeah and so it's like the shock value i think it's like i have yeah. to mentally prepare myself for this. Well, i suppose they weren't giving this away for anything because it was a current thing it's not like no it they didn't happened. give it away even a little bit because he even like the day before was like oh here's our pictures <laughs> which did you notice appeared in this episode yeah i did i was like all right jimmy nichols you're hilarious and all but that was me <laughs> It was mean because I was excited. I was like, oh, yay, their date. I can't wait to see it. I think I even commented on his stuff like, well, this was mean. <laughs> it's completely uncalled rude. For. Completely uncalled for. <laughs> but he still lived on in this episode. I mean, and I, I think when Gabriel, when he woke up and she was in there, it just it, well, first of all, when she first said, <laughs> if he doesn't live, he died for nothing and that was just the way she Water said work. that was like, oh my gosh yeah yeah so i became very and we did say last week the other guy was fine because gabriel actually walked off scene oh no he was carried off scene but he was talking 
He was awake at the end of yeah. that last episode. It's because so I uncovered him. I know, but I thought he was fine because mm-hmm. of that. Oh, he was yeah. not fine. He went into a coma. Yeah. And apparently they said he never woke up, but he was talking at the end of that last episode. So mm-hmm. I thought he was fine. So I became very invested in whether or not Gabriel lived or died. Yeah. And it was yeah. that was good writing because I'm not usually invested in new characters, but I was very invested in whether or not he lived or died because of Evan. Yeah. Yeah, because if Gabriel died, then Evan died for for nothing. For yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then when he woke up and she was, oh my gosh, I'm start crying again. But when she, hmm, when she looked at him and she was like, can I tell you about him? Yeah. And oh. She's like, oh my gosh. And he was like, yes. And she started, she couldn't even finish it. And he reached over and he just grabbed her hand like, oh, it just, that I was... cried so much. Last <laughs> episode, it was all Violet and Gabriel, mm-hmm. all of it. It was yeah. so hard to watch. She was so good this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I don't know. Yeah. And I the mean, fact that felt it. The fact that she only showed up to Gabriel after visiting hours were over, so she wouldn't have to see anybody. Mm-hmm. And then that talk yeah. she had with Severide. Yeah. When he was like 51 is the only thing that saved me. And she she's trying to avoid anything that will remind her of Evan. But when you're going through grief like that, that makes it worse because everything yep. will remind you yeah. of them yeah and if you're trying to shove it out you're not going to be able to so it's just going to make it right. more painful but if you're trying to let him in and let him live a little bit through you mm-hmm. or live in your memories it's easier to heal from that yeah and so i was really that talk that he i actually forgot about anna i'm still struggling to remember what anna looked like if i'm being honest um she had like dark hair and what <laughs> I wonder who she she was. She was like that patient that somehow he met her. Oh, the cancer patient. Yes. And he was giving her bone marrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I had forgot about her for a second because I thought he was going to talk to her about Shay, but Mm -hmm. she would already know who Shay is, even though she didn't meet her. I'm sure she heard people talk about Shay. Yeah. So it made more sense that he was wanting to tell her about Anna. I I feel like, I don't know. I, I was kind of the same thing with you, Marina. I was kind of forgot about anna mm-hmm. i thought he was gonna go in there fully with just shay mm-hmm. so i was like that that almost broke him it wasn't a romantic relationship but that was his best friend mm-hmm. and you know somebody he worked with and i mean yeah mm-hmm. you know having to go back to 51 every day or every shift and you know remembering every single place they were and yeah that is yeah. gonna be hard but i loved how he put it and was like yeah but those that's where your people are that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how you will heal is being yeah surrounded by your people that was just yeah of course it made kelly just swoon worthy yeah I mean, as okay. if he could get any more and he was probably the best person to talk to her because he had anna who was a romantic relationship and shay who worked at 51 yeah. So you combine them both. I mean, they both destroyed him, but then he could, he was so perfect to be able to talk to her about that because that was her fear that Evan worked there. How do you, how do you escape that? Mm-hmm. But I remember when they were all talking about, have you heard from Violet? And they're all in the, you know, the kitchen area, the look on Severide's face as they're mm-hmm. talking about it. And that's what I love about Severide is that I was listening to you talking about a med and I, Jeanette went, yay, Severide's here. Mm, yeah, mm, that's interesting. 
No, I don't dislike Severed. He's just not my favorite, but I, I still enjoy him. <laughs> well, that's what I like about it, because he didn't make a big deal about it. He didn't mm-hmm. tell anyone he was going there. And even Violet said, oh, I take it Stella's at the bar, and she told you to come here in place of her. Like, no, this was me. This was all me. He didn't need to brag about it. He really cares about his people. Yeah. And I think that Violet, while I think she appreciated all the care packages and everything that people were sending her, I mean, Stella and Brett, center what boxes of wine mm-hmm. and you know that's great and it's kind and it shows that the thing about her everyone else sending her text messages it's great it's awesome she needs that yeah but she also needed someone to sort of mentor her through grief mm-hmm. yeah because i don't think she ever really experienced this level of grief before yeah so to have Severi there it was really and i thought it was really good writing with the storyline this week and the acting was top notch oh yeah it was really great. absolutely mm-hmm. it was <clears throat> And I'm then just... when she showed up and Brett was like, yay, you're here that you could, cause she was hesitant to, and I thought that was a, that was a nice touch too, where she was hesitant to open her locker mm-hmm. because what's yeah. in her locker is going to be pictures of Evan. It's going to be things that are, he's going to be in there. Yep. Yeah. But then to have her surrounded, oh, get emotional again. Jeez Louise <laughs> to have her, sur- to have her surrounded by all the 51 family and they just hugged her like that yeah and shredder oh and gosh. all that yeah it was amazing yeah i loved that little mm-hmm. it was a little short moment but it was such a good it was such so a good moment it was good you know we we used to have like this group of people in fire towards like the beginning of it mm-hmm. and i feel like kind of like how Grey's anatomy has done it we're mm-hmm. kind of getting our new group yeah. of people are the young people who are really making a connection in a group mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool to see yeah, I'm enjoying it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And she jumped right back in it, man. I mean, she didn't let she. I think she kind of channeled Evan a little bit when she was on that call for the heart. I yeah. got nervous. She didn't let it stop her. She jumped right into it. She knew what had to be done, and she. And I think the other reason Kelly was the best person to talk about it is because Kelly has to make these as part of this as squad lieutenant. He has the really, really difficult calls, and it's mainly him who goes in to save the people who has to make mm-hmm. these choices and put everything else aside. So to give Violet that confidence to be able to be like, no, this is life right here. Yeah. I could sit in my house and I could sit in misery and pain and wither away, or I could be out here doing what I do best and what I know how to do and making life count here. And I think that's mm-hmm. what she did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I got, uh, I have to admit, I was really nervous. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like something big for your first call like that. I was Mm -hmm. like, I really, in my head, I was thinking, please don't mess this up because like, don't panic. Don't like, because I was afraid that, you know, she might Mm -hmm. have a moment where she can't, couldn't do what she needed to do, but man, she did. I mean, she jumped right in there. And so it was way to go. (laughs) Unsettling to watch. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like it's her job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's second nature. I mean, really to her by now, it's, yeah it's because work it's what you do one of the things we like about violet is her quirk because she's so she can be so almost socially awkward mm-hmm. yeah and doesn't really pick up on cues all the time but i think working at 51 has kind of softened that her but she yeah. still has that side where she can tap into i'm going to be unemotional about this and tap into what i know yeah. has to be done and she did that in that moment i'm telling <laughs> you that call was insane yes. i've never that woman will see that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, I she didn't was... know it was like it looked like a wire cage that she was cutting into. I didn't know it yeah. looked like that. Yeah, it's terrifying. Ooh. That Ooh. was crazy. I liked and it though. 
I like the contrast that they did in this episode of we get the the grief from Stella or from not from Stella, the grief from Violet and Severite coming in. But then you also get the tension of Stella and Carver. And I have to say, I'm no longer a Carver. Like I'm I'm going down on the Carver train. At first, last episode, I was like, no, I think he could be good. I was not a fan of him. I didn't like him. I feel like he's too. I... He's not a team player. I don't. No. I, at this, I, it, it's frustrating me. I haven't written him off yet. Yeah, I, don't I haven't either. Where, I don't know where the story's going with him. And like, it's mm-hmm. usually I can see. I feel like I can usually see where a story's going. I'm not really yeah. sure where this is going and what the point of all of this tension between the two of them is. Like, it's back and forth. Like one episode, cool. Like, but yeah. then you sort it out and we're good. And I mean. Yeah. I do I mean and even like I mean it makes me like still even Stella's interactions with him and I may be the only one on this her interactions with him make me upset with her as well and I'm like I don't want to be upset with her I don't like this tension because I feel like it makes me like have look at her a different way too like I want the tension over with like I want it I just want to see her like guiding them in a good way. I don't want to see them butting heads and her having to like assert her authority because I just, I don't know, I'm over it. Like I'm cool with that for one episode and now I'm ready for it to be done. How does like, it make you look at her negatively? Like this uh, this episode's mm-hmm. issues with Stella and Carver, how did it make you look at her negatively? I, I also, I, I think it was too much to ask him to like literally clean every compartment and repaint them all. And even when he said, like, did you make Gallo? I mean, like, because Gallo obviously later comes in and offers, like, if you need help, I'll help you. But when he mentioned Gallo to her, she was adamant that, no, he was going to do it all on his own. Mm-hmm. It just felt like too, I, I don't know. It felt like she was riding. I do it. I think she was riding him too hard. And I think he's bucking back at her too hard. And I just don't like their interactions together at all. I'm not sure what the purpose of any of it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, especially since when we first met Carver, we thought it was going to be a bad situation. Mm-hmm. But then Stella kind of worked with him on something and he's like, oh no, she's great. And now they're back to fighting. So I don't, it's too back and forth. But I got the impression, and maybe I'm wrong on this. I thought that this was kind of like a new recruit thing that, you know, this is what you do because she said, by the time you're done, you're going to know where everything is and how it's organized. So I thought that this was something that all of them did at one point. Well, and I and I totally, I get her point there. But then if that's the case, if Gallo would have known that this is a new recruit thing, that you do it on your own to learn it, why would he offer to help? So it seems like in the past, maybe, like even if he did have to do this, it was okay for others to jump in and help him and whatever. But she was real weird about like, I don't know it I don't know I just didn't like it at all for some reason we've never seen anybody do it before never seen anybody we've never seen a lot of things happen before yeah but I don't I don't know I feel like they're especially since it's not like he's a new firefighter yeah Mm -hmm. she she just has it out for him I feel like she is riding him too hard for him to not be a brand new firefighter because also mm. why would he know i mean i mean granted i'm sure every firehouse stocks their stuff a little different but i'm sure it's somewhat the same because sometimes you have to have floaters and stuff like then you wouldn't know where anything is so i'm sure there's like a process of yeah all of them stock somewhat the same so why make him do this he's been doing this for a long time he knows where stuff is has like, he been doing it for a long time because he was a floater wasn't he but I mean, he's been doing, that's what I'm saying. I would say that every firehouse, there might be some things that are different, but it w- there would have to be a general knowledge of how you stock your truck. Otherwise, every floater would be totally confused on calls. 
And so it just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't like it. We're having to see her be this like hard ass, like Lieutenant. And I don't care for it. I don't think she was bad this episode. I I really don't. She bailed him out of jail, which she did not have to do. Yeah. She did not tell Bowden about it, which I feel like she should have. And I think that's going to come back and bite her in the Here's the thing, though. I don't think she should have, because when she talked to Mm -hmm. Kelly about it, he kind of laughed it off. So I think even he thinks she's stressing too much over this Carver situation. But he is being a jerk. So I think that that's why she's like, what do I do? He's calling on me when Mm -hmm. he's, I'm his lieutenant. He's calling on me outside of work to pull him out of these really bad situations. So he's putting me in this position. And then we go to work and he's a jerk to me at work too. So what, what do I do here? So I think I sided with her a lot on this episode. But like Kelly, I mean, the Kelly interaction is what kind of sealed, like he, I mean, she is telling him everything. I feel like she's, I mean, admitting to like what's going on or whatever. And the fact that he kind of laughed it off, like, I feel like if Kelly, if there was really an issue and he'd heard his wife having an issue, if something that actually was a big deal, he wouldn't have laughed it off. So I, I get what, you, I mean, I, I get what you're, where you're coming from. I completely get it. I think but at the same time, sake, and I'm just over it. At the same time, though, it. it, it frustrated me when she picked him up from jail and then he's like, don't worry about me, me out of the firehouse. Well, I just had to. Mm-hmm. He just called me. He's bugging me too. To <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm not like he's bugging me as well. They're both bothering me with the way they're interacting with each other. And I just I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, if Carver's gonna stick around, then we need to figure out some way to make him more likable. And I think here's okay. the here's the reason I had I was okay with her because I think uh, I did think it was part of like uh not initiation necessarily but that not new and not necessarily just new recruits but people new to the firehouse i did think that that was kind of the routine there and maybe it wasn't but um there is clearly things that carver holds against her mm-hmm. and there is clearly things that he kind of punishes her for and thinks that she's like even when he's looked at gallo he's like how long is still and carver been together and even gallo was like listen she got this on her own. She didn't get this because of Severide. Yeah, I love that up. part. And it was even yeah. that goes back to when he's like, oh, Dr. or Hill helped you. Hmm, that's interesting. So he yeah. doesn't think she deserves to be his lieutenant, but yet he calls on her when he's in trouble. So I think I think Stella's picking up on that with him. And mm-hmm. maybe this is her having him do this with the truck. He's like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm your lieutenant. This house is important. If this is what I have to do to get you to understand that this is something that is my position and I've earned it. And this is what I'm going to do to get you to respect me as you, Lieutenant. That's kind of how I took it. Mm-hmm. This is the first episode with Stella actually as Lieutenant that I wasn't like, come on. Yeah. I I was oh. fully on her side of this episode for the first time in a long but, time. And I think that it's because she can pick up on, yeah. I, I want to call him a bad name, mm. but I think she can pick up on that. He's, he is being, he, he's filled with animosity when he's around her. Yeah. It's weird though, because when he talks to Bowden, he's like, no, she's great. She's fantastic. But to Stella, I know. animosity. What is that? But then there's also, like, we talked about, like, she went and picked him up, like, from drinking. That mm-hmm. was after, she, I mean, she had him clean all those out the day before. So, I mean, she had already put this big task on him for what? But this, it goes back to, he's always full of animosity when he's around her. Even but not where we saw them end. Like, prior to her cleaning all that out, there was no animosity. This was, like, last episode they had a good episode 
So then yeah, the first thing rookies we see him always doing, had to do this stuff. But that's what I'm saying. He's not a rookie. He's a rookie to the house, but, but he is rookie not a rookie house. firefighter. But he's a rookie to the house. Like, have we, do we make like Violet do this stuff when she joined? No. He's ambulance though. I didn't think the ambulance really Actually, did that stuff as much. The ambulance routinely goes through their truck like that. They don't repay, but they routinely go through their truck like that. Yeah. But I mean, they do it as a team. They don't like, this felt like um, a punish- haze them. It was like a hazing punishment and it, he wasn't like a brand new firefighter. We've seen them do this to people who are like the new recruits. Mm-hmm. We've never seen them with a seasoned firefighter. But how many kind of stuff? How many new people that's under Stella has has there been? Well, that's this what might be her think. way. There's, well, I don't like it if it's her way. <laughs> I think it's unnecessary. I think yeah. once you've, because I mean, I don't know. I just think it's unnecessary. Like it's one thing to do it when you're fresh out of the academy you're brand new because it probably is teaching you stuff if you've been firefighting for a while i'm not sure that this needs to happen i don't know because she's a lot of people look down (laughs) on stella and think that she got to where she is because of people i feel Mm -hmm. like she tries to overcompensate yeah i don't think this helps her case like being a is it right i'm not allowed to say she frustrates me a lot of the times because of it but I think that's where it comes from. I think she's just trying to assert her dominance in the lieutenant role to where she hasn't. I mean, if you're constantly looked at and saying, you know, why did you get this position? You know, pretty much who did you do to get this position is what yeah. she's getting all the time. And it's not okay. It's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because she's a younger female doesn't mean that she doesn't deserve this spot than anybody else and it's a lot of these firefighters men who are her age not really the younger ones but the ones are her age or older they do give her a lot of grief about it and it's Mm -hmm. sucks so i think if she lashes out every once in a while i can't really blame her for it don't do yeah. it every episode. I mean, it, that would get really old really fast. Mm-hmm. But see here, the thing is too, is that where we ended with them last was the conversation in the bar when she said, if you lie to me, there's no place for you on my truck. And yeah. then he's like, well, we're just not going to talk about when he walked away from her. And I think maybe she was a little, I think from there, she's kind of like, okay, well, he still well, has, has no a ways re- to go. And see, that bugs me too, because <clears throat> that whole conversation, I feel like was like bullying him into like trying to tell something he didn't want to tell. Like, I didn't care for that either. I don't like that she was trying to force him to tell him the story, but I agree with her sentiment though. Not not as it relates to that story. He shouldn't have to tell you how he got his nope. scars. He shouldn't have to tell you. But I do agree with that. You can't lie about it. Just say, I'm not going to talk to her. Like, I know she, that it was I don't want to talk Tony, about it. Yeah. That's, like and that I should said, be accepted. But I think that her point was you can't make up story. And But I know we talked about this and that she he didn't tell her that story. That's what I'm saying. I don't agree with it towards that story in that frame. But in general, I yeah. cannot lie to your lieutenant and have a place. Uh, she cannot trust you if you're going to lie to her. Uh-huh. So I and I think that's where her head is at is, okay, well, I need him to know that I am his lieutenant and he's got to play by my rules kind of thing. So they weren't necessarily in a great place because that whole episode, he was kind of like, why, why are you helping me? Why are you helping me? Why are you helping me? And even when Bowden asked him mm-hmm. how it is with Stella, Bowden was like, are you really okay with her? Are you sure? And I think he, maybe even Bowden's picking up on the fact I think that he's he a little was. animosity towards Stella. I think he was mm-hmm. until that moment at the bar. I think he was okay with her when he was talking to Bowden. 
because he was happy that she had helped him i know we're going back well, that to happened the next episode. episode after that ended the next episode started mm-hmm. with Bowden asking him so that had already happened but mm-hmm. i my idea is that with and i didn't i agree with you that whole episode like i kind of was softening towards Stella, but before that i was like dude chill out and we talked about this i think they're writing her as a lieutenant terribly mm-hmm. terribly yeah but in this episode, I think it was really, I don't think it was about showing her dominance and showing like, I'm, I am who I am. You will bow to me. Kind of, I don't think it, that's what this was. I think this was, listen, I'm your Lieutenant. I know you don't like that. I know you don't trust me, but you're going to do what I say. And this is, this is what we're going to do to get us to be cohesive. And kind of, I think that's what it was. And I think obviously it backfired. Cause I it think they, yeah. <clears throat> it spectacularly backfired. Mm-hmm. But I, my bigger problem is with Carver than with her. Yeah, I did not like how he spoke to her in any single instance in this episode. Yeah. I did not like how he spoke to her. I didn't like how he spoke about Fifty One. Like I didn't I like agree any with of it. that. Yeah, no, I agree. And they, but I mean, I was equally. I think I was. My difference is I was equally angry with them this episode. Like, just let's move on from that storyline. Like I'm over yeah. that completely. I want to know I, where he was. Yeah, well, he's probably out getting drunk again. So. Oh yeah, and I think. Like, even when Stella's like, listen, you're not going to do this and then throw my name in there. That's mm-hmm. not happening. You're not, you're not going to make these poor decisions and then throw my name out to get you out of trouble. You're, you don't want my help. You don't want me to be here to, to see this stuff. You don't want me to tell Bowden. Then stop involving me in this. Mm-hmm. And I think there's more to this. And I wish, there like, is. I wish as her as Lieutenant would try to dive into what is going on with you that is causing that causing mm-hmm. you to go out and be this destructive yeah rather than just being like i don't know i just wish there was a different way to approach it and, and I, think I think she, she started with him yeah. until he started being until until he was like hey this is my business not yours and i think then she was like well fine then don't involve me was in it drunk though you know what i'm saying like I no i know. i agree I mean, talk to him another time when he, he's not drunk and you're not making him clean every crevice of the fire truck. Like, I mean, that would irritate me. I'm not going to lie. If if I've been on the job for however, I know I'm harping on this, but like, I feel like I would be irritated by someone above me coming at me like that. See, I've, I've done that to people before, no. not to that extent, but as a manager and I was getting zero respect and yeah. I was, I actually found out some things about my employees that they were saying behind my back and it was like okay this is not how we're gonna work so we're gonna do if you have that much time to speak ill of me and you have that much time to try to rally then you're gonna you're mm-hmm. gonna keep yourself busy mm-hmm. with work and that's what you're gonna do now mm-hmm. and so that no was problem. that was how I handled it so I think that's why I kind of side with her a little bit more because that was how we handled it is listen I'm not gonna she uh, wasn't you're not speaking gonna ill to of her at the time that she assigned that no I know I think she just kind of so assumes it I think she's feeling the animosity is just what I'm thinking yeah I don't know and maybe that's because I saw him be filled with animosity this episode and I'm like oh she picked up on that before it was after and she probably didn't <laughs> but so, because I was so irritated with him I'm like well that's why I think he was had the animosity because she was making him do ridiculous tasks so that's how I'm seeing it. Like, I don't know. We'll see. All right. We've been on this one subject for I too know. long. We really have. <laughs> I have to get some sleep. This is what happens when we and Maureen actually disagree about something. We go on and on forever. I'll All come right. in here and separate you two. <laughs> I like talking about it. I'm having fun. I was having fun too. Okay. okay. And I do think that Bowden is probably going to be the one to come in and 
sort of find the tension there, see the tension and correct it probably. Hopefully. I think so. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, obviously this week he didn't have time to notice or worry about any of that. Um, He had like a really big rescue with that that boy on the beach. Mm. I heard with that too. Gosh. That was stressful. I was very (laughs) stressed there in this entire thing. Okay, kids, we're never going to the beach. (laughs) I mean, I... First of all, I didn't like not playing in his hand. No, not definitely not going to be playing on any big hills. (laughs) (laughs) I was already getting nervous at the very beginning of the episode when he was talking to uh, what's his kid's name, Terrence. Mm -hmm. Terrence, yeah, when he was talking to Terrence, I was like, man, I don't like the vibes I'm getting. Like, Mm -hmm. and I was talking to Jeanette about this earlier today when we were doing the grace podcast is i i'm getting more and more feelings every week that Foden's character is maybe going to be taking some steps back oh okay i thought you were gonna say die no i don't i, I don't think, think so no. i think he's more like wanting to step back away sun. from the danger or retire completely or something like that because he's I feel like not spending enough time with his son is really starting to bother him. Mm-hmm. And really with Hawkins dying and Terrence finding out about it and just worried that, you know, this chief died, that means you can die. And he's his son's getting older now. He's putting it together. And it's just, yeah. it's heartbreaking. I mean, like, this poor little boy just wants his dad to come to this one bug program i know and he's like i don't think i can make like no yeah that it almost just like broke my heart Mm -hmm. i'm like no you i don't care what you have to do like you're going to be there yeah (laughs) this poor kid is so upset that he thinks he's gonna lose his dad at the age of i don't know was he seven eight no like eight something like that he's seven or eight now yeah but that was heartbreaking this little kid nico i love that name by the way this little nico kid is trapped in the sand same age as terrence Mm -hmm. Bowden did not skip a beat nope his tires could not have gone any faster on that sand Mm -hmm. that was a crazy arrival yeah arrival i loved it that poor dad oh he I just know. crushed me. Oh. oh my gosh. That guy played his part well. He did. He really did. I felt that panic as he was frantically trying to dig his son out. And then when he went back to the Bones office and he said, I was trying, but I think I just made more sandfall on him. The guilt that he must have been carrying is just oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which I mean, that's why they put those boards up so the sand mm-hmm. would stop yeah. falling back in on him. Yeah. And it made sense, but honestly, if my kid got trapped in there too, guess what I would have been doing? Yeah, but you know what? what I also, done. I would have had a lot more people up there helping me dig. Mm-hmm. Everybody dig. Oh, Everybody just watching. They were standing I know. There. Like, do like, you oh, look at this man dig. I was like, get up there and help. Mm-hmm. That's what should have been happening on that beach. Those people should have seen panic all over that guy's face doing what he was doing. Yeah. Like, help him out. Yeah. I just, I didn't understand why that was happening. Why no one was doing, I mean, that woman called 911, but no one was helping that man. Yeah. I mean, she called 911. She guided him in and let him know like what was happening. 
which I think was extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. And you should mm-hmm. always have that person. I mean, yeah, I'm sure all of us at one point or another have been CPR certified and first aid mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things you first thing you learn is be very clear on the instructions to the 911 operator because that yeah. will help whether you think it or not it'll help so well i mean was... they didn't they didn't know when they got there they just knew it was a person trapped yeah well the person whenever they get there to fill them yeah. in not tech mm-hmm. not doesn't have to be like 911 but mm-hmm. somebody to be on the scene and let the paramedics know exactly what is happening is yeah. extremely helpful mm-hmm. so that was that was some good writing on their part mm-hmm. this week yeah and i think too with Bowden, like he's he's one of few chiefs no none of the other chiefs that have his position are in the field as much as he is Mm-mm. no so i think that's an opening for him to be able to step back to mm-hmm. absolutely he, yeah, remember, he proved he needs to well he also went like higher up and mm-hmm. still stayed at 51 yeah i don't think he doesn't have to be at 51 he's there because that's where he likes to be it's also the center because his office is supposed to be in the center of all the districts that he represents and that's what 51 is they redid the maps and 51 is at the center mm-hmm. mm, yeah so he could even still be in the 51 office but he doesn't have to be in the field the way he's in the field plus they have that extra office in there so you can get a house chief in that office and he could be the position he is and you know yeah mm-hmm. i think so, so they're gonna have some, th- there's options for him i yeah. think it's coming mm-hmm. i think something's coming like i told Jeanette earlier maybe Bowden steps back and Casey can maybe take his place. I would love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> that would be nice. And Bowden would trust Casey. So, yeah. I think Casey would make a great. Or, you know team. who else I wouldn't mind? Let's bring Pelham back from that house that they kicked him oh, out yeah. as soon as I loved him. Oh, but when yeah. Casey won't come back. I did like him a lot. Let's bring Pelham back over. I'm down for that. I liked and him. I would like to see more moments like he had with Terrence and his and that uh, and Nico. I would like to see more moments like that. I did kind of oh, think the moment that he because they started with the beginning with Terrence and then we saw Nico. Oh, they're gonna get together at the end. Something's gonna happen there. They're gonna do yeah. something. So I was like, play date. I called one single thing. <laughs> I got it. It was a good little play date at it the was. end. That was really cute. And we could see more Bowden doing things like that and spending time with Donna and Terrence. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that Donna misses her husband. And I'm sure that, do you remember that episode when um, her school caught on fire and he was going yeah. through there? Donna knew exactly how bad that fire was and Bowden had to go right into it. So, I mean, I'm sure she's terrified for her husband all the time too. Mm-hmm. No. Could you imagine? No. But this, we needed some kind of comedic relief in this episode. And I am all here for whenever it is Herman <laughs> and Mouch. And they delivered this week. <laughs> I have uh, to tell you, when Herman oh. was like freaking out, and Pilot's like, "Wait, I think something's wrong." If you if you do anything to Herman after Hawkins, just I will kill you. I was so upset, but then I was like, oh, "Okay, it's just anxiety. We're cool. We're cool." <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> the thought that they were gonna take Herman or even put him back in the hospital, I was getting I was getting real upset. No, can't but- do that. <laughs> The stupid Stein. I like that Mouch is like, um, what do we do with this? How, you know, why did they think he died? Because why, why I said, they... I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this guy, like, if you're going to have something delivered to the bar, 
Like, did you say something? Like, let them know, like, hey, I got a package coming. Yes. But of course, they just jump <laughs> to, like, thinking he's dead. And this is what they got left in their will. And I mean. Only those two would make that assumption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I guess it's not a Farley because they had that Stein in the bar to begin with that they broke. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Stephanopoulos or Stephan 90, whatever his name is, I don't remember. He deserved it. All right. He deserved what he got. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't <laughs> know what they're going to do, though. <laughs> they kind of left us hanging <laughs> yeah there was the one scene and i mean it made me i was like stressed out myself it was when mouch is trying to wrap it <laughs> and he's on the phone oh and my I mean, god the whole time, i think i even <gasps> did like that and knocked it off the table and i was like oh my god i was like I oh think- my god set it in the box while he's walking around like that come <laughs> on talking Stop setting to- it at the end of it i was, like, I was talking was too bad them. i was like no I'm like, Herman, watch out. Oh my God, you're going to hit that. Quit, quit, sit still. Like, I mean, I was talking to him trying to watch this because I'm thinking, that's dollars. Like, you need to stop. And poor Mouch. I mean, what a save. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, Mouch, why do you keep putting it on the edge of the table? Put it more. That's what in. I was doing. At least if it's in the middle and he knocks it over, it's going to land on the table. Exactly. <laughs> I was so stressed out. I was and really then, stressed. When the when he caught it, I was like, "Oh, okay, all the problems with this mug are all done." It's uh, wrong. So we thought. I love when Herman's like, "Are we maybe being a little too disingenuous or something?" And Mouch is like, um, "I think you're a little late for that, seeing as you already spent all the money from it." I know that was <laughs> hilarious. Herman <laughs> and money, man. I just I love it. I mean, he even thousand dollars though. I mean, Herman was even drinks on the house at this mm-hmm. memorial service for Stefanati, yes. who's not dead. We and never thought this was going to happen. He I never love said those that words. he came in as they were doing the toast to him. <laughs> but his picture on the bar. Yes. I just want to know what was going through his head. Well, Stefanati, he even said too, he's like, I had it sent to you for tax purposes. Like, okay. So you're telling these these firemen who work for the city uh, uh, that you are avoiding you're basically doing tax evasion like that eh, really man everybody looks the other way in tax evasion <laughs> <Come on. laughs> i don't think that's the mo- that's the takeaway we should take from this <laughs> but i am i am really interested to see where this goes because there's i mean yeah he said hey you just have an idea he needed that but he's eventually gonna have to explain Mm-hmm. <laughs> where this mug is and what happened it's not like he can return what he had put in the bar nope the best that can happen is listen man we thought you died you told us you were dying and then we had yeah. a mug sent to us without explanation we just assumed this you is I mean, this is your fault <laughs> <laughs> and then i like at the bar watching herman interact with like even tracy with his niece Mm-hmm. and with gala like even seeing that other level so on top of all the stress of seth and i we've got herman trying to like ward people off his niece yeah oh my gosh that was oh, hilarious because ritter's it like it's fine yeah because ritter's like oh i don't think he'll mind at all and then what cap i don't cap didn't even do anything other than maybe he smiled at her like mm-hmm. that was it like it wasn't but here's the thing do you remember we've talked about this several times with his girlfriend cap's girlfriend and she was beautiful and glorious and people are like you could bag her she's real you can actually get a girl like that mm-hmm. so i don't think it was that far off in herman's mind that seeing the look on cap's face and yeah. i think he warned cap off because it's cap it's cap 
Uh, that could be I, it, but it's also Ritter. I mean, not Ritter. Gallo. Um, yeah. Gallo. I think I think he'll be the same with Gallo. But I think I think you could I think you could win Herman over like to Gallo can I think. Yeah, you just have to give it a minute, I guess. But initially, he's going to be like, no, and he's yeah. going to probably threaten me. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just the way it's going to work. Absolutely. I'm really, I I want I want like this to happen. Mm-hmm. But um. So next week's another big call and I'm just going to hope it goes better than the last one we had Ooh, because I can't right? handle another one of those. No, we don't need another one of those. Was it a funeral home or was it a haunted house? No, this is a funeral home. I thought oh, it was a funeral home. I actually thought it was a haunted house. I no, it's a I funeral that. home. And the only reason I well, know it's a funeral home too is because if you remember, I remember the shooting at the funeral home because this yeah. is where like shots were actually fired and like there was like this big thing like on the set of Chicago Fire like what yeah. the week before we that. went yeah right yeah I think it was a week or two before you guys went yeah I think it was the week before yeah. or so so yeah <laughs> I mean I was wondering why it said bodies everywhere only one alive I was like wait what everybody yeah. the haunt working the haunted house died potato potato makes way more sense no (laughs) and i think that's what's so because there's bodies everywhere it's like they're so i mean maybe it like kind of looks like i don't know something crazy but yeah so i guess they're having trouble finding their victim you know that would be horrible can you imagine (laughs) i mean because what what do you i mean check on them i mean half of them are dead but how do you i mean yeah it would be insane so i mean there's so much potential to miss the actual victim and to harm yourself for staying in this long to search like call out you know maybe they're dead (laughs) so that'll be interesting i think um I'm I'm excited that it's gonna make way more sense now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should just let her keep thinking it was haunted house. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Are those real bodies in that haunted house? It made me think. I'm like, am I wrong? It is a funeral home, right? <laughs> it's uh, a marine's an idiot sometimes, and it happens. You know what? I can claim cancer brain for at least another five years. So yeah, back off me. Four and a half. Come on, <laughs> don't milk it. <laughs> so that's about it for for fire and i think that we've got a really good pd episode that i really really enjoyed this episode mm-hmm. too. I mean, like, really enjoyed it i think that we've seen a lot of our characters come back to the way that we love them and the things mm-hmm. that we loved about them and we i really dug taurus's episode i really yeah, dug yeah. taurus so we we see him kind of working intelligence for a little while we saw him under jay we see him now working on his own branching on his own but this was the episode where he made his big decision I think mm-hmm. I loved it. I've liked him for a while. Mm-hmm. I like, but after seeing him this week, yeah, I he's he's climbing the list pretty quickly for me. Mm-hmm. I I hope he stays on the straight and narrow. Oh, yeah, I, I feel like he, he does have I a lot of influence will. in mm-hmm. his life. That I mean, we say that all the time that we don't think they're going to flip, but I know I feel like we're proven wrong sometimes. So. <laughs> Well, I think we're due for like having another person that is a long-term good. Well, and that is good. And I mean, not yeah. to say that like others aren't, I mean, cause I think. But others will sacrifice for the greater good in ways they that they probably shouldn't. Or they'll at least look the other way and like, you know, I mean, let someone else, you know, do stuff, you know, so yeah. it'd be nice to have another 
Jay-ish character mm-hmm. that that won't you know shy away from that until yeah. you get ready to destroy him and like him leave and then he does but <laughs> until then but no like <laughs> opening up like I loved like we saw Kim and Kevin they're both kind of training him on like legit stuff that he needs to know and then there's Adam just telling him like, <laughs> to make like a you know if you drink the last coffee make sure to you know like do it that's not exactly how he said it <laughs> well I know <laughs> I figured you didn't want me to say it like you said. I don't. But <laughs> I like the torso is like, is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all Adam cares about. Coffee and my food. I mean, that's such an Adam, like, you know, teaching him like that kind of stuff. I don't know. I loved it. It was it was I think very he also Adam. knew that everyone else was gonna be teaching him logistics. So he's like, no. Yeah. I mean, he I was gonna also, teach you how to keep me happy. And what Adam was also happy that like he's no longer like the rookie in the team because he was yeah. always you know he has been for 10 years and so now no, kevin and kim are under him they oh no because he was never beat cop kevin and exactly. kim came out and did their he beat was, cop he had been the rookie like long i mean forever so yeah. that's true i, I didn't even really get somebody else i didn't even realize that until you mm-hmm. just said it kim and kim and him are actually at the same level because they came out of the police he was pulled from police academy before he was done but they started police work at the same time okay she just finished her police academy he never finished yeah but obviously she had been she had started sooner she wouldn't have been able to finish because he was still in the academy when yeah that's what I'm, but i mean they started policing at the same time because he was yes. pulled out early yeah. Wow. yeah yeah i agree with that um but i mean we saw like kevin kind of getting to be a mentor too like explaining like how difficult it is to like have to work within your own neighborhood and mm-hmm. have those people see you as a cop even yeah. though, you know because even when they know you're a cop it's different than seeing you be a cop in their neighborhood and so that yeah you know he's explaining how hard that is i really um, liked kevin this episode a lot like i miss this side of kevin a lot yes me too me too i've been yeah. waiting for this side of kevin to come back because this is the kevin that i love who's passionate mm-hmm. about what he does but also knows the risks and he's he's gonna do the right thing agreed team player mm-hmm. um and then i didn't know he kept getting that phone call from Provi, and i didn't know i was like who is this like what is that you know i thought yeah. it was the bad guy at first i did too and i was like oh no what's this but turns out i mean it's just his neighbor and then he goes to check on her i mean that poor woman like when he made that 911 call oh my gosh when he looked down at her phone and saw how many like calls she had tried to make to him, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Like you would just feel awful. You could hear the absolute terror and grief in his voice so clearly. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. That was horrible. The great acting though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, for yeah. sure. He pulled sure. me into that scene. I mm-hmm. felt like I was there. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So. And I mean, then you see, I mean, like we saw like Kevin's right. Like, I mean, all of the trouble that starts happening, like with him trying to work this case for someone he knows, like right in his own neighborhood. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was tough. Mm-hmm. For sure. They immediately find all these Glock switches, which I, know what that, what those I, are. Had, I had no, no idea, what, idea what this was. I still really don't know. I just know it's something for the guns that they need. Like, the I wonder what they do. Like, I think. I think I heard that it can turn them like maybe into like an automatic weapon. That's oh. what that's kind of what I took from it too. 
Well, that's so I think terrifying. you and I are on the same page. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's very it's very dangerous, and you don't want them around, right? But apparently, Proby was like, "quote unquote" clean, mm-hmm. and she didn't. I mean, she was she was older, right? I, I thought he was like like his mom's age kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, they, that was what was... I got from it. Mm-hmm. She didn't they say that she retired from teaching or something? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. she was obviously elderly, not elderly, but older mm-hmm. yeah i mean who does that <laughs> i know who does that that was this was a really horrible case i didn't really like this at all and i think with this case like the only thing the struggle there was torres had to prove that one he had to prove his metal that he could work his block and still be a cop mm-hmm. and but he had to prove to his people that he could still protect them, but also prove to intelligence that he could still do the job. He also yeah. had to prove that his gut instinct was correct because that's what much of intelligence is, is working with your gut. Mm-hmm. And so he had Proby there. The only thing he had to prove was a security camera down the streets that saw a car racing past it. That's all they had. That's all they had yeah. to go on, but he had to insist. And then even in that interrogation with, I want to call the guy Proby. That's not his name. Dante. <laughs> uh, nope. Don- Dante yeah. Torres. The... Dante Torres. It was Diaz, I think. Yeah. So with Diaz, when he pulls him in there, Dante also, Torres also has to prove that he can do that part too. He had to speak up yeah. with him. He had to do that stuff. And I love that scene because Voight is in there with him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Torres is doing just fine. And I was almost irritated. Well, I wasn't almost. I was a little irritated at Voight for stepping in there and talking like, dude, no. Yeah. Torres has it. Because yeah. when Voight took over... He shut down. Yeah. But when yeah. Horace was at him, he talked. I mean, of course, he called for a lawyer. But when when um, the other dude, Kiko, mm-hmm. he was in there. That's what happened too. Yeah. Torres got through to him because Torres was talking to him, mm-hmm. not because he knew how threats. to talk to him. They yeah. trust. He knew, they don't know. I don't think he like knew him, knew him, knew him well. But I mean, I know he he's his like, sister. He was. He yeah. knew his sister, but. He at least knew he was from his same area and, you know, but he's a cop also. And a lot of people don't trust cops. So I didn't blame the guy either for not wanting to cooperate. Which made it terrifying when Diaz was kept calling him 21st and Loomis. Like, hey, dude, Mm. we know you know where he lives. Stop it. I know. I I did not like that. (laughs) I loved, though, the way Torres, like like came back at him i mean he Mm -hmm. kept his cool during all of that i mean the guy was even threatening his mama and he like kept his like cool and but still like i mean he got him to bring him in and the look on kevin's face was like proud yeah (laughs) i love i was like when she goes like what and kevin's like don't act surprised he shoved a police officer what are you you doing yeah and he did so there he had his back the whole time and even when torres came at kevin and said don't cover for me Mm-hmm. Kevin was like hey did I lie did I do anything wrong this is how a team so like Kevin this episode was just like so yes good. welcome yeah. back my favorite person mm-hmm. well not your favorite person no not my favorite one of my favorites though okay which I could say about everybody on the intelligence don't scare team me about like that <laughs> <laughs> Adam still Adam still takes that spot but I felt so bad because Torres had to choose between Mia and his mom yeah i genuinely thought his mom was getting attacked yes and all i could think of was kevin's brother mm-hmm. and i thought that was the connection that i thought they were going to have to do the same thing and that's how they were going to bond 
I was a little upset with Mama Torres because I'm yes. like, girl, don't be calling him like that back to back. Like when there's like all this stuff going on in the neighborhood, just because your fire alarm's going off, stop it. Stop it. Fire yeah. alarm, it's eventually going to shut up. Yeah, just hop up on a chair and push that button. That's what <sighs> I need to do. Just make it shh. That really annoyed me. Open mm-hmm. a window. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know he's working. What are yes. you doing? I was a little surprised because I thought he was genuinely like dating, like taking her on a date because he looked, but then uh, they saw that he was recording. I'm like, well, oh, I snap. Think, and it's because he genuinely does like her. And I mean, I know. That, that's what really, because I, they had amazing chemistry too. Yes. I liked Mia and I was like, dang, this is yeah. fun. Although part of me was like, really? Torres, one day in the job, you got a girl. Kevin's been there for how long and you still don't have a relationship for him? <laughs> Dante's pretty good looking though I'm just gonna say I know mm-hmm. I mean so is Kevin so is exactly Kevin. so like, is how Kevin, does Kevin but... not have somebody by now but Torres Dante's... on the first day is gonna get something speaking Spanish and stuff like I don't know something about it <laughs> I mean it's beautiful though. I told you last week I'm I'm gonna be a Torres girl <laughs> I'm but, here for it I'm happy but I was surprised that he was filming because I did not yeah. I, I, it was an unexpected turn for me I, gen- yeah. I thought he was going to get information from her just by being mm-hmm. friend to her. Yeah. So I was, I was completely like in a good way, shocked mm-hmm. by that. Was yeah. I wasn't happy with the way he took, like, I know he was running off check on his mama and I get it. But like, all you had to do was tell Kevin and Adam that they would have been cool. Yeah. They would have been right with you, like going to check mm-hmm. on your mama. Exactly. Like, which I guess maybe he just doesn't understand that yet. And doesn't understand the family that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, or he could have said, you know, keep eyes on Mia. Mm-hmm. Which I should've. need to go check this out. Like, oh. so see, he needed to communicate something of what he was doing and where he was going. Mm-hmm. But I think he was just in such a blind panic, which was a rookie mistake. Yes. Yeah. And which, he- I mean, he fessed up to it. He, he mm-hmm. took ownership of his mess up. He yeah, he did. He's, I really, I really, really, really am loving Torres. Yeah. I hope, like, keep it up. Yeah. But then he had to carry that guilt too of, knowing he saw the guy who beat Mia and he mm-hmm. still left. Yeah. You know? But honestly, that guy was probably beating her up before he left. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, Poor doesn't Mia. make it better. That was, yeah. I felt really <sighs> terrible for her too. You know, I did too. The one other thing I wanted to say was when he got in that car, did anyone else be like, what are you driving? I, did. I know. <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a new, but you know what? He's a new cop. And the thing is he, I mean, in his neighborhood, he may not be able to drive anything but his nice. dashboard is carpeted. Well, maybe hey, he gets some from point A to point B. From the seventies, let him get his first paycheck and let's see. You know, let's I mean, see. the car itself is not bad. It's that is it fully carpeted inside? Well, it might be. Just some shag. Leave it alone. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it was not only was it carpeted, but it was like that psychedelic swirly carpet. Like what? It's I thought the same thing too, though. I was like, "Oh, that's your car." Okay, <laughs> okay. We're gonna forget about that part and yeah. just move on. <laughs> I, I mean, eventually, you know, he did get me to tell him where her brother was because he was the one who stole the switches. They figured that out, and mm-hmm. I think that was largely due to Torres and how he handled the case mm-hmm. and how he did that sort of thing. Yeah. He did want to protect them. That's what he does. And I like that they brought that up when Kevin said, you get called neighborhood a lot. I help mm-hmm. when I can. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that he was honest too about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough good things about Taurus so far. 
No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I was kind of weary at first because he was just so quiet and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of standoffish. And I was like, is he going to like vibe that's, well with the others? Well, that's why when we saw him like flirting with Mia, it's like, uh, oh, who is like, this? I was like, hey, I Torres like this came to one. play. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, I like this. I like that we like to see him like talk and interact with people and not like, just stand in a corner and stare at people. Yeah. And him and Kevin are partners, you know, yeah. like I y'all can go hit up the bars, find you some ladies, you know, because you can't miss. I mean, Adam, you know, Adam, he's wiped up. So like, no <laughs> you can't do anything with him anymore. But what I like is that contrast between he's not comfortable in, in intelligence yet. That's not what he's familiar with. We see yeah. him in the place he's familiar with, comes alive. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to when he does that with intelligence because that's the moment that Austin's fans are gonna be like, oh, it's family now. They're all family. Yep. Because we're gonna need like that kind of like that is one thing we're gonna miss with Jay. I think is mm-hmm. Jay, which I mean, granted we hadn't seen it that much, but in early seasons he would have those little one-liners that would yep. just be hilarious and sarcastic <laughs> and. So that's something that I think we've been missing. So we're going to need some more like, I mean, Adam brings them too, but like Jay had this delivery to him about the way he did them. So I think coming from Torres, it'll be great because he's so quiet. Yes. And I think that was with Jay too, because Jay was kind of always in the Mm -hmm. background and like, that's what made it work so well, where Adam's always out in the forefront with stuff. So, I mean, it didn't, it didn't hit the same, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think that one thing that i mean i like the i liked everything about torres this episode mm-hmm. my favorite version of torres was when he kicked the crap out of diaz yes i was like how hot was that my, i was almost standing up cheering like he headbutted him first I'm like oh dang that's amanda awesome. gets it and maureen's thinking it's cool me and amanda are both like dang was that's like, hot oh awesome I was like, wow. He takes oh, that gun off and that badge, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. As soon as he happen? took that badge off, I was like, ooh. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, I it is it. going. And I Damn. love, I love that he started with a headbutt. That was fantastic. <laughs> my first, actually, my first instinct was, ow, why? <laughs> and then when he was done, he just stared at all of Diaz's guys and they didn't do a thing. Like, nope. They just saw their leader get killed. Well, they don't want any part of that. No. no. He's, because that he, Torres showed how unhinged he can get. Mm-hmm. And I did with Mia when she was like, you said you protect him. He got 20 years. Um, That is him protecting him. Yeah, exactly. Did you want him returned home where he's going to be killed instantly? Yeah, he saved his life. Yes. Yeah. Protecting doesn't always mean home with you in your arms where he's going to get, first of all, he becomes home, more trouble, more death threats, really kill. I mean, his apartment building was shot up. Yeah. They know he did it. They know what he did. They're going to take retribution. Yeah. Going to prison is what saved him. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I saw, go ahead. But with these gangs, I mean, he can't really be that protected in prison either. So, but maybe Torres can protect him a little better in prison. I think Never he control know. control it better in yeah. prison. Hopefully, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. This guy, I mean, you you did get Profi killed. I mean, yeah. like, mm-hmm. this was your fault. So I mean, yeah. should there be no consequences for him at all? He yeah. made bad decisions. Which I mean, I get it. That's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just happened there. <laughs> my ears are hurting. I hit my microphone. 
I mean, I get it because, like, you know, that's her brother. And so maybe we will see Mia again and we'll see that, you know, maybe she'll be cool after that initial, like, just hurt of, like, you know, knowing that I her brother so. had to go away to prison. Mm-hmm. I hope so because I, I liked her. her. I did too. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see more of her, maybe. So maybe she- Torres and Kevin can bond over Celeste in the issues <laughs> of Kevin and Mia in the issues of Torres. <laughs> yeah. They can work together to find a way to be with their significant others that are messed up situations. Here yeah. for it. Although I am a little concerned with what comes next after he beat up Torres or Diaz. I'm a little concerned for what that means for Mama Torres. Well, I don't know that it will mean anything. I mean, I kind of took it as, I mean, he handled business like they do in. Yeah. Do you think he's that gang leader is going to let it go? I think he has to. Yeah. That's how I, I mean, that's honestly how I took it. I I mean, like he settled it. Because that's. I mean, I mean, two. You're just gonna get you either. You're either gonna get your ass kicked again, or he's gonna make sure you get arrested. Like yeah. I'm not gonna mess with Torres at all. That's true. Yeah. The other thing that I like, I already like Torres, right? This this whole episode was like, yeah, Torres. Yeah. My favorite part is when, and it's not for the same reason that it might be your favorite part, but when he had his shirt off. I was gonna say <laughs> I like that part too, but. It was the cross on his back, and it was the oh. Bible verse that said, "Here I am, send me." I'm like yes oh. i am here for that i, didn't I love the, that I didn't, I didn't see the verse oh i so. did sorry i, I was real excited and he kept like t- he's catholic so he kept like touching the um the mm-hmm. i don't remember i don't know what saint, saint. it is but one of the saints mm-hmm. in his locker and then he had the here i am send me and that just the whole episode made sense when you saw yeah. that because he's done yeah. nothing and that's why i don't think he's gonna break his whole life has been protecting the people he's being, he mm-hmm. says, I, I, I want to be used. Use me for the greater good. That's yeah. who he is. It's ingrained in who he is. So I am, that, that was just the icing on the cake for me. It was me too. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Different reasons, but yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I also love that Mia mocked his white shirt because there were people on Twitter who were teasing them a couple weeks ago saying oh. for the love of god someone get Taurus something other than a white t-shirt and then mia yeah. mocked him in this episode about like, oh, <laughs> he looks good in his white t-shirt leave him alone i think he looks good <laughs> I, I hope that fan is like see see yep. <laughs> that's funny but next week is going to be and, and I, I i'm excited for next week because we're going to see Taurus mm-hmm. not just working on his own but get folded into a case mm-hmm. that'll be great the only thing I'm not super excited about is that mm-hmm. next week involves no. a young girl. I mean, I don't like those. I hate that. I hate Especially because we're girl moms. So it's just like, yes. it stresses me out so much. And yeah. then of course, I mean, Haley, it looks like, I mean, I don't know what's happened to her, but she gets like knocked on the head, like in a song. She said, there, the so. girl said run. <sighs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was creepy. I guess next, excited- next week is Halloween week, isn't it? Uh, no, we got one more week. I don't know. Oh, it's the week after next. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, because the next I was like, are we doing like a Halloween? Like, because it seemed very like spooky, spooky, creepy. But I thought it was a haunted house and fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because next, no, there'll be, there'll be one on the 26th too. So I don't know. We'll see. I would love to see a little Halloween special. That'd be fun. Oh my gosh, can we see like Adam and Mika- Adam and Kim take Michaela like trick or treating or something? Uh, who, who? Then- I haven't seen this child this entire season. Well, she will be there. She'll be there. Okay. Where's Michaela? Different labor laws. 
Remember, but we don't what would be great is if they get called in in the middle of that and they're all dressed up and to solve a case while they're dressed up. You know, Michaela would have them dress up in like a family costume. Yes. Oh, yes. Sure. I would love to see that. I am here for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. But next week is going to be, it's going to be very emotional, I think, because mm-hmm. anything, it doesn't matter boy or girl, anything involving a kid. But it's, sex trafficking is something that's my husband and I, we, we've supported a ministry in sex, sex trafficking specifically for children for over a decade. So it's very, everyone should be upset by this nonsense. Everyone should be. Yeah. yeah. But I know that I'm going to be way more emotionally invested in this one than I have been in some of the episodes because mm-hmm. these, these hit me different. So it'll be a hard week next week, but worth the watch. Remember Wednesdays, Chicago shows come out, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, in that order, starts at 8, 7 central with Med, then 9, 8 central for Fire, and then 10, 9 central for PD. So this is our Tuesday night, NBC night. That'll come out you every week. Stay tuned for tomorrow on Wednesday night when you will get our ABC night, which is Grey's Anatomy, Station 19. Sundays, we got another Fox episode coming at you with the Resident 911. Stay tuned for that. Check out our Facebook group for Chicago. It's Chicago. It's one Chicago, one Chicago, Chicago. Family Club. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Check out our socials. And we would love to hear from you. So let us know what you got going on. Let us know what you think about our episodes. It'll just be great. We want to hear what you like, what you don't like. We want to hear what your thoughts are. What were your favorite parts of the episodes? Let us know. Don't forget that if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that as soon as you can. Go ahead and do that right now, in fact. And you can subscribe to us on Podbean. Don't forget to rate us on all the Podbean our podcast platforms rate us on there and we'll see you tomorrow bye guys bye loving our content subscribe to our youtube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends we want to continue the conversation with you you can find us on instagram twitter or tiktok under fandom family chats or one of our ever-growing facebook groups by searching family fan club we've also launched a website Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.